Do you wish that all things wealth and finance were much easier to understand and not presented by a bunch of beige cardigan-wearing geeks? Welcome to the Clever Investor Podcast, where we're dishing up the easiest-to-understand finance program served in bite-sized chunks, so your brain will thank you as your knowledge grows. Hosted by the brilliant Owen Taylor, a multiple award-winning expert with a glorious knack for explaining the complex world of wealth in the simplest of ways. Hey, Clever Investors, and welcome to our show. Well, I thought in preparation for that sort of no man's land that we have between Christmas Day and New Year's Day, when you pleasantly forget what day it is, and you might, you might just become a little bit bored, I thought I'd walk around the Blue Wells office and ask the team what their favourite books are. Now, each of the books on this list offers some unique insights into something else around the the finance, investing and and thought-provoking world. I've given a little bit of a concise summary of these these books and why the team thinks that they're well worth you reading. And the good thing is that most of these books are available on audio books, which is something that I do confess I do love myself. So let's get started. The Clever Investors books that you should be reading over this festive season. The Richest Man in Babylon by George S. Carlson. Timeless, timeless financial wisdom wrapped up in a captivating ancient parables, making some complex money principles accessible for everyone's understanding and application. Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Most of us have heard of this book by Robert Kiyosaki. A perspective-shifting narrative highlighting the significance of financial education and investing, delivered through relatable storytelling that inspires proactive wealth building strategies. Losing My Virginity by Richard Branson, one of my favorite books actually. Branson's exhilarating autobiography captures this entrepreneur's audacity, resilience and innovation, offering invaluable lessons on risk-taking, creativity and building an empire. The Intelligent Investor, Benjamin Graham. This is a classic masterpiece, shaping modern investing, imparting crucial principles on value investing, risk management, and disciplined decision-making in the financial markets. Outliers, Malcolm Gladwell. Unveiling the hidden factors behind success. Gladwell's exploration in this book, Outliers, changes conventional thinking, emphasising the roles of environment, opportunity and dedication to achieving extraordinary results. Useful belief because it's better than positive thinking. Chris Helder. So Chris Helder, I've met him quite a few times. He's great outside of the square thinker. And this is a pragmatic guide, redirecting focus from mere positivity to actionable belief systems, empowering 
you, the reader, to adopt practical mindsets that yield tangible outcomes. So he's got quite a few books in his series. He's a, a very popular public speaker and each book carries transformative lessons applicable across personal and also our professional domains, making them invaluable reads for anybody seeking some growth and some better understanding. How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. This is a timeless guide on effective communication and relationship building, offering practical tips applicable in personal and our professional lives. Atomic Habits, James Clear, insightful strategies for habit formation and productivity enhancement, providing actionable methods to transform behaviors and achieve lasting change. Limitless, Jim Quick, unleashing mental potential through memory enhancement and accelerating learning techniques, fostering personal growth and cognitive optimization. Extreme Ownership, Jocko Willink. Leadership principles rooted in accountability and responsibility, empowering you, the individual, to take charge and excel in both work and life. Empire of Debt, the rise of an epic financial crisis. Addison Wiggins and Bill Bonner. This insightful exploration of historic and economic factors contributing to contemporary financial crisis, providing valuable perspectives on global finance. Confessions of an Economic Hitman, John Perkins. This revealing first-hand account of economic manipulation and its global impacts, offering critical look at geopolitical influences on international economics. Principles for Dealing with the Changing World Order, Ray Delalio. Now, Delalio's insights into navigating a shifting global landscape offers uh, principles for adapting and thriving amidst evolving world dynamics. The Subtle Art of Not Giving a f Can't say the rest of that, we're a PG show. By Mark Manson. You'd have seen this at the airport, no doubt, when you're waiting to take your domestic flight or something. It's a refreshing take on personal development, advocating for focusing on what truly matters and letting go of social pressures. The Old Man and the Sea, Ernest Hemingway. Hemingway's poignant tale of determination and resilience in the face of adversity it is a timeless classic about human spirit. Fahrenheit 451 by Ray Bradbury. A dystopian narrative highlighting the dangers of censorship and the importance of critical thinking. It's still very relevant in today's society. The Mountain Is You, Brianna Wiest. A guide to self-discovery and inner transformation, encouraging readers to confront personal obstacles and find empowerment within themselves. 
Never split the difference. Negotiating is if your life depends on it. Chris Voss. Insightful negotiation tactics derived from high-stakes situations, offering some practical strategies applicable in various aspects of life and business. Each book holds valuable insights from personal development to navigating complex global issues, making them essential reads for diverse perspectives and knowledge enrichments. Hi, everyone. Oh, hello. We have a guest in the studio. Hi, I'm Dia. I'm the social media manager here at Blue Wealth. And when I heard Owen was doing a podcast on self-help development books, I had to chime in. I had to chime in because I love this topic. And there's two books that I actually forgot to mention when Owen sent his email out. Ah, because somebody was actually off having a holiday. I was. And and completely missed getting back to me. Yes. Okay. So I thought I'd do one better and just jump on the podcast. Cool. Yeah. We're happy with that. Tell me. What have you got to tell us about then? So I've got two books that I quite love. The first one is called The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. I absolutely butchered that name. I even wrote his name out with the pronunciation (laughs) and I still got it wrong. But um, it is, well, both of these are kind of thinner books. They're quick, easy reads. So for someone who's kind of getting into this space and they kind of just want to build on some concepts, these are a great segue into that world. I could ramble about this for ages, but... Let's get started with the four agreements. So it basically breaks down four concepts that are quite easy to live by. I have these on my desk as well. and She does as well. I can testify to this. Yes. Color coordinated, of course. And it's just a good reminder to live by. The first agreement is be impeccable with your word. So that's about being honest and having integrity with whatever you say. And the Socratic triple filter test is something that the author talks about, which is Don't speak about something if it isn't true, if it isn't good, and if it isn't useful. And I think in the age of social media especially, it's so easy to just word vomit things, but it's important to take a second to pause and think about, is that something that truly aligns with my belief system? Is that something I actually want to put out into the world? Because what you say, what you speak holds value and there's power in your words. So don't talk about something if you don't actually believe in it, if it's not good, if it doesn't offer value. I, I like this. I'm going to read up on this further. The Socratic triple filter test. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That was that could affect my word vomit. That's yeah. I mean, your your word vomit is useful, so <laughs> it, it it passes the test. Useful, yeah. good, and true. I do. Yeah, I do talk a lot of crap at times, though. But yeah. Yeah. All right. What's what's another book then? Girl, I got I got more to say in this. Oh, have you? You're, okay. I, I'm going to try to break it down real quick, but you're going to have to cut this up because I could word vomit forever. Second agreement is don't take things personally because everything that people say or act towards you is just a projection of their own life experience, which is something that I think is really important to reflect on. Okay. So me thinking that you'd finish that is something that you shouldn't take personally. No, that's yeah. actually the third agreement, which is don't make assumptions. Don't make assumptions. Okay, yeah. good. How fitting is that? So Owen just assumed that I was done with that book, but I had so much more to say. Yeah, well, because I, I, I did do a summary of all yeah. the other ones. Your summaries are a lot longer than mine. My summary, this is a summary of a summary. Right, like, okay. Like, if you had me for this podcast, I'd be talking for years. But yeah, don't make assumptions. And the fourth agreement is always do your best. And I think the concept of that is that doing your best one day is different to what it would be the next. There's no doing your best today. Maybe you have less sleep. You're not feeling yourself. Your 100% today might be different to your 100% when you're in a better mindset. And I'd agree with that. Within the realms of being kind to yourself, nothing's ever good enough. Yeah. You should always strive to, to do better. 
Absolutely. So those are the four agreements. The next book is The Alchemist by Paul Qualio. Again, write the pronunciation out. Paul, no, Paulo Qualio. Right. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, I'll make this one a quick one, but... This one's a self-development book, but it follows a journey of a boy who kept having a reoccurring dream as he slept under a sycamore tree and he decided to follow that dream or as they call in the book, his personal legend. And along the way, he meets mentors, he meets people, he learns about himself and what truly matters in life. And the three core concepts from that is number one, follow your purpose or personal legend, because if you follow your intuition, the universe, I believe, will conspire to make your dreams come true. You just have to keep working towards something. That doesn't mean it's going to be an easy path as they show in the book, but if you stay true to what you want and what you believe in, things fall into place. Second is that fear holds you back more than anything else. A lot of people don't take the leap because they're scared of absolutely what's on the other side of it. But I find that I'm more scared of staying stagnant than the fear of what's on the other side of making it change. And either way, it's going to be uncomfortable. You just have to pick your heart. So don't let fear hold you back. And the last concept is the secret of life is fall seven times, get up eight. No matter how many times life throws you down, what holds you apart from other people is get back up again. I think it was the great Muhammad Ali that said, it's not the falling over, it's the getting up. Yeah, never be a victim to your circumstances. Everyone has it tough. Everyone has different life experiences that we never really can fully understand, but persevere. Mm, we're all in our little pity party every now and then, but not long term. Yeah. yeah, just get up again. You can sit for a while when you've fallen down, but... <laughs> Get up again. Okay. Yeah, that is my my chime in. I, I had to chuck those points in. But probably I would add to that, don't do the same thing that made you fall over in the first place again. Yeah. Because uh, insanity is doing the same thing all the time and expecting a different result. Yeah, nothing changes if nothing changes. Yeah, cool. Yeah. There's all a right. Lewin, I think it's Lewin's equation where you have to change a certain thing, whether it's your behavior or your, or your environment, if you truly want to change something in your life. So if you keep doing the same stuff, what's going to happen? Mm, cool. Well, thank you for interrupting the podcast. Anytime. Uh, next time, get your homework done a little bit ahead of time. Yeah. And I was too busy relaxing on the beach, getting my tan on. Too busy relaxing. And, um, well, and hopefully, while everybody's listening to this, because we have pre-recorded this, I must admit, mm -hmm. you're all enjoying Christmas time with family or friends and sitting back. And you're now flicking through your phone and finding all of these books on your Kindle or your audio books or something like that and, and you're about to fill your head with goodness. Hey, head start on your New Year's resolution. Cool. Thank you for joining us. Uh, thank you again, everybody, for tuning in. And if you enjoyed this podcast, please hit the like button. Tell your friends and family about it. I am going to put all the books into the show notes there so you can easily click on them, go and find them, take from them what you uh, need. And I will see you again next week for another edition of the Clever Investor Podcast. Bye. <laughs> just had that. Advantage. I just had to say bye. Just, bye, everyone. And we'll see you again next week for another festive season of the Clever Investor Podcast. You have been listening to the Clever Investor Podcast, proudly sponsored this week by Blue Wealth Property. Are you ready to start a new investment journey? Get in touch with the industry leaders, Blue Wealth Property. 
Blue World have a proven track record in using research to identify growth markets. And Blue Wealth have supported thousands of Australians to buy the right property in the right market at the right time. Go to bluewealth.com.au.